going? Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning back in to episode four of In My Humble Opinion, the Daily Nebraskan Opinion Sections podcast, where we discuss things. This week, it's not COVID or politics. This week, we're going to be having some fun with flags. <laughs> Oof. Sounds like middle school PE. Wait a minute. This isn't politics, and so why am I here? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you'd um, think, but there there are a lot of politics involved yes, in it is flag a, it's, design. It's a city flag. So, yeah, I'm... Once again, Sydney Miller, the opinion editor. I'm joined by Brian Beach and Emma Crabb, who you may remember. And today we have a special guest, which is Jason Hahn of the sports section. Hello, I'm Jason Hahn. I'm the uh, assistant sports editor for the Daily Nebraska, and hopefully I can provide some clever witticisms today. Thanks, Jason. Certainly. <coughs> now, today we're discussing the four finalists for the Lincoln Flag Design Competition, which were recently announced um, back in July there was a competition to redesign the city of Lincoln's flag and if you thought wait a second the city of Lincoln has a flag you are not alone in that <laughs> thought but turns out we did have a flag uh, it was adopted in 1932 I think Emma has some more information on that yeah so Lincoln's current flag it's it was 1932 and um, the, the flag itself I think there's a reason why that flag is not well known. Um, I I wasn't aware that Lincoln had a city flag, and it's pretty basic. It's like blue background, the image of the Capitol building rising up. There's something that looks like a wheel going around it that says City of Lincoln, and then um, corn. There's just corn. I mean, as far as flags go, that's not like terrible. No, there are definitely, definitely worse flags. <laughs> um, but... It's just, it's a little, it's it's like a 1930s flag. We need something for the new the new age, I yeah. think. Yeah, I think. Oh, go ahead. Well, I'd say it's it's very bland, but it's almost, it's so boring. Like, if, if it were bad, it would almost be better. In the sense that, like, I, I came to Lincoln here, and I was looking at, oh, what's its city flag? Because for some reason I had an interest in civic flags and saw these new cities with their cool city flags and thought, oh, maybe I'll put one up in my dorm room. And then I saw... <laughs> the Lincoln City flag, and it was very boring, but it wasn't so bad that I thought this day of a Lincoln flag redesign competition would never come. I, I looked at it, and I was like, man, if only it were a little bit worse, then we'd redesign it, but it's probably just barely hanging on as good enough. But thankfully, the folks at the Lincoln AMA and Young Professionals um, organization have put together this contest, so hopefully within the next month or so, there will be a, a city council member that will adopt a resolution or will propose a resolution to the city council to adopt whatever flag is selected as the winner from this contest. But this contest, is important to note, has been privately funded um, up to this point. So there haven't been any taxpayer dollars um, <laughs> wasted on that. I know a lot of folks on Facebook were very concerned about that fact. But so you're saying that, that it's, news. it's like boring, but it's not necessarily is there anything wrong with it, oh, but it's the, just the boring? flag, yes. Yeah, so current... it's like kind of like Kansas. I suppose. <laughs> um, I'm from Kansas. Yeah, you and are. And I would say, again, I'm here in Nebraska, so anything that applies to Kansas in this case probably applies to Nebraska. Um, no. No? No. Okay. Well. I think when you talk about, like, the symbolism of this old flag, just kind of taking a look at it, right? Like, there's, there's the obvious, like, oh, the red circle represents the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. But I think that there's, there's sort of, like, a, a power angle to it even more, that you have this just giant building in the middle of the prairie, right? And that's what we sort of center our entire sort of like civic understanding around, right? And I think that, and this is sort of a running narrative that I sort of gather, right? 
that you have this old sort of 30s flag design where it's like what's the sort of like discursive concern of the present time in the 1930s right and it's just displaying power it's this ostentate it's almost a castle basically yeah. and it's right centered within the flag this is the organ of our power right and i think that you see sort of in these new flag designs at least to my mind you sort of see uh, a sort of like hidden power or you see like a soft power right no 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 we're not we, we don't have a castle anymore or not that we have uh we have uh uh shared understandings and we have a shared uh uh interest in these things um and i, I just think that's an interesting sort of progression as it were yeah, and I guess before we move on, I want to be clear that the fact that the flag is from the 1930s is not the issue. In fact, that's probably its biggest virtue. That's the biggest thing it has going for it, is, is its history. In the sense that with flag design, a lot of the older flags have that history, have that meaning uh, built up behind them. The, the strange thing here, though, is that since it's been so rarely used and, and understood and known, there's really not much reason to keep it. Um, and, but certain other cities like Wichita and Des Moines recently rediscovered their flags from the 1930s in the sense that they had a flag both of wichita and des moines flags are in my opinion pretty cool and instead of having a new flag design competition in recent years they started actually realizing hey we have a flag let's make merch let's make this a symbol of our city and they've gone about it that way unfortunately lincoln's 1932 flag did not quite have that same design but that is one thing that a lot of other cities have done with their older flags yeah, so do we want to talk a little bit more about, um, like, the finalists of the competition? Okay, first things first, I want to hear just, like, just, just, just no crazy long explanation, just one through four, which is your favorite flag? Just go. So, so just before, just real quick, we have the Art Deco Capital flag, the Star City Barn Owl flag, the Six Pointed Star flag, and the a city above flag and we'll get into more details later but my personal favorite is the art deco capital i like the star city barn owl because it's just a it's a little owl and i think it's cute i think like symbolically all of them have something missing but i, I guess <laughs> like the art deco one's the nicest looking the art deco gives me gatsby vibes and i oh like it does gatsby. yeah that's sort of that's also that is now. sort of where oh. art deco sort of derives yeah. from and and it yeah that's very and yeah. adds to the irony of replacing something from the 1930s with <laughs> That's Art <right>. Deco. <laughs> so diving into that flag a little bit more, do we want to dive into that? I think this yeah. is a good idea. Um, so yeah, so the Art Deco Capital, it was designed by final, finalist Ed Meha, and um, y you can probably find an image of it. You know, we'll probably have images of this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Very like blue and gold toned, kind of still has that capital look to it, where I'm assuming that that kind of image in the middle is the capital rising up, but a lot more abstract, um, and a lot, a, a lot fewer types of colors there. It's yeah. it's it follows a bit more of a color scheme, I'd say. Yeah. So you have a deep dark blue on the bottom half, uh, with a slightly lighter though still dark blue on the top with that capital abstract design in the middle and then these golden rays coming out. It's it's almost like an Arizona State flag in that sense, uh, in its layout. And and again, it's my personal favorite. My only concern here is that it is quite complex and not going to follow all the rules that um, the North American Vexillological Association puts out, one of which being it must be easy to draw uh, or so simple that a child could draw it from memory. 
Now, a lot of great flags break these rules, so these are not official things you have to follow, but the challenge with this flag is if you're going to incorporate this in a bunch of different merchandise, or it's really hard because a lot of the details are small, and so you can't, you know, unless you're a professional baker, decorate cookies with this design, or, you know, just simply draw it on your own, you'd have to look at it and really be detailed, and that's my only real concern with this flag. I guess my other one would be that the two blues are very similar, so from afar, it's hard to differentiate those two colors. And for example, if you've got a kid that has a box of eight color crowns, they're not gonna be able to do this because it requires two very subtly different blues, a very unique golden yellow brown something or other, and then there's a little white dot in the center. So I guess it has those four colors, but that's maybe my only concern. But as far as the design goes, beautiful. Um, so your concern is that kids can't draw it with your average box of crayons? It is, and I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> it, and, it does, yeah. And my, my reasoning, I'll get into more of this later, but the, the flag as a marketing symbol is what's really important here. You mm. look at some of the great flag, the great city flags of the United States, and, and there are very few because city flags in the U.S. as a whole are atrocious, but like Washington, D.C. and Chicago are two of the most iconic city flags. Um, they were voted one and two in the NAVA survey um, from a little ways ago, and the reason those have been so popular is because they are incredibly easy to draw. They're simple. Um, they all involve bars and stripes and stars. And so it's easy to draw these and make a lot of merchandise and make that an iconic symbol in the city. Whereas these are a little bit more challenging. You can't see it as well from afar. And that's kind of where I'm coming at it with the, okay, a child should be able to draw it. It's not so much that the child needs to draw it. It's that if the child can draw it, well, then you can incorporate it much easier. I was going to say, the amount of dorm rooms at this university I've been in that have a Chicago flag should be illegal. There are so many. <laughs> there are so many Chicago flags in, like, Able. Why is it? It's insane. I guess they just have a good flag. Yeah, I feel like well, with the Art Deco flag, it refers to this... Uh, this thing that I think is rather interesting. Um, you, you sort of have to ask the question, like, why did they choose this set of flags? What's, like, the common sort of denominator between all of these, right? And some of them include the sort of, like, traditions of, of refugee narratives, of immigrant narratives, of, of Native American narratives. But actually, if you look at the sort of common signifier, it tends to be the sort of shunt towards a technological apparatus, right? This idea that, like, the thing that Lincoln should refer to as a kind of technological future... Um, and you sort of see that represented in, in most of the in most of the sort of symbolism. Um, and I, I think that's rather interesting because you, you ask the question then, who's this flag really for? If it's for just sort of a bunch of tech bros, then like that's not really <laughs> representing the whole of Lincoln, you know. Um, and, and I think it's interesting then that it it, it seems more like a, a sort of marketing gimmick then at that mm. point. It, it's sort of like an attractor. Like, look, look, we believe in technology. We believe in this sort of the Silicon Prairie thing that we've been going for for a while, right? And we want to represent that on our flag. And, you know, that would then, like, always fall flat with the people who ought to be represented to my mind, right? Which is, which is the, you know, uh, the, the person actually working in Lincoln, right? Or, or like, a, a, a food truck uh, driver. Just, you know, just some random troll, right? Uh, <laughs> like, wow. Like, I, I just, like, you know, uh, like, the, those are the people who ought to be represented by this yeah. sort of civic virtue, but they, they don't tend to be uh, here in the symbolism. 
Yeah, I mean, I I think overall it is a pretty great flag, no matter what the American Vexological Society. Nava, yeah, I. It's Nava. sad that I know what that means, but I, I it's will... like the flag community, basically. Essentially, yes. Okay. That's well, a good way I of have some. It. Um, I think this one is definitely one of the best ones. I have some. I think the other ones will be a little easier to roast. I really like the explanation for the barn owl one. I know I said it's my favorite, but I mean, that's just because I don't really care that much about this flag contents and I just think it's nice to look at. But the explanation for the barn owl one goes, so it's literally just like a little like minimalist owl. Um, and it's as a namesake to the city of Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln is celebrated as someone who rose from humble beginnings, associated with fierce intelligence, quiet confidence, tenacious perseverance and worldly wisdom. Lincoln himself never set foot in Nebraska. Yet, these same virtues are widely likened to a common area species, the barn owl. <laughs> like, that's such a stretch. I think, I wonder, like, I'm sure this isn't the case, and I'm sure that um, Jared Rawlings, the person who designed this, put a lot of effort, but, like, I feel like he really, really wanted an owl, and, like, it didn't matter. Like, he just wanted an owl. Like, there would be an owl. Because, like, maybe he's one of those... You know, in like middle school, there were just people that were just owl people. Yes, they just loved owls. I was, yeah. I was an owl person briefly. It was part of like the Harry Potter thing. Right, like I get it. My, the Guardians of Gahul. Oh yes. my God, yes, yes. yes. I, had a, I my younger brother had like a serious owl phase and dressed up as Hedwig for like three Halloween okay, straight. That, that's a bit much. Yes, big owl guy. <laughs> but I'm like, good for the man for just putting an owl on there. He's basically just saying that the owl. It's like Abraham Lincoln's like feather sona as an owl and that's why it's on our flag it, it reminds me like way too much if i can show it, it reminds me way too much of the athens flag right oh. and this sort of like idea because it sort of talks about like this kind of like quiet tenacious confidence and mm -hmm. knowledge right it sort of feels like dating back to this weird tradition within western thought of like tracing everything back to the athenian tradition and it's just it's like it might be like a kind of trace within this or a kind of ghost within this but it, it's far too close to comfort for me Oh, what the heck, Jared Rawlings? I think it is really interesting, though, that this flag and the flag before it have, like, very similar color schemes. I think that's really interesting, um, especially when you pair that with the third flag, which we'll get to in a minute. But the third flag, the A City Above, also has, like, that same blue, like, kind of a grayish blue, like a... I don't know. I, you know, not quite a navy, but like a grayish blue. With like my a biggest hole. thing about a city above is that it looks like a PowerPoint presentation, like first slide, like the title slide of a Google Slides presentation. Right. Yeah. So, so the the city above, yes, has this navy blue background, um, and then in the upper right hand corner, a gold triangle. In the bottom left hand corner, a square. In the bottom part of that's white. The top part's blue it it really is supposed to evoke an image of the state of nebraska with the star in the lower right hand corner representing lincoln's location on that map and when you look at it that way it is kind of cool but the issue is that without that explanation i'll admit i didn't see the state of nebraska and uh -huh. lincoln is the star when i first saw it and oh it's supposed to I oh agree. i see it now Ryan, oh it's nebraska oh it's actually the state what whoa <laughs> So I'll, I'll give it some credit for that. <laughs> but the fact that us Nebraskans had such trouble figuring that out from looking at that initially is 
that is my concern. Jason, I think it's a cool see, idea. Did you see Nebraska? Yeah, this? it's Nebraska. I'm like, sorry. Okay, at least I am from Maryland. Emma, why didn't you know? Um, I was just really focused on looking at it as a PowerPoint <laughs> so that I, I just like looked at the little shapes. The little, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's weird that like we keep referring to, to agriculture, right? That's, that seems to be one of the big sort of symbols that we try to represent in these. Um, and as much as agriculture is a sort of like important part of the city of Lincoln, like for much of the city proper, it's not necessarily like the defining characteristic, you know, plenty of people don't work in agriculture around here, right? So it seems to have a sort of like warped sort of like self-identity almost. And, and agriculture is hugely important to the surrounding areas, to the sort of like greater Lincoln community. I'm sure it does hold a kind of special role, but it's weird that it's one of the sort of like prevailing signifiers within all of these. Well, I think it's also, like, it's not just, like, modern-day agriculture, but it's looking at, like, the historical prevalence of agriculture. I think that boosts it significantly at least a little bit. I suppose, but then if we're talking about the historical prevalence of agriculture, we'd probably have to talk about settler colonialism and the sort of, like, legacy of, of manifest destiny and all that, right? We wouldn't want to do that, right? So maybe we should, like, <laughs> step away <laughs> from that for a second. It's a flag, Jason. Yeah, well, it's a flag. It's a, Jason. <laughs> okay. Just okay. so you know. And this is coming from someone who knows what the North American Vexillological Association <laughs> okay, okay. means. But, no, I, I, I do see what you mean. Uh, and I think they like to use the, the white for the Salt Creek. Um, also, it, that role is marking the beginning of Lincoln's journey because it was founded on salt flats, and that's why it has the location that it does. Again, no one's using the salt flats, and honestly, the Salt Creek isn't a beautiful river in Lincoln that anyone's particularly proud of, at least not that I've met yet. But... It's that historical reference to say, okay, we had a beginning. This isn't just a, a future tech bro startup community. Like this is a community that has its roots. It's over 160 years old, and we're gonna make a reference to that. Okay, that's legit. I I still just think it looks like a PowerPoint, though. I'm sorry, and it doesn't. I I guess I can see how it's Nebraska, but it just looks like a PowerPoint. A second. A third, if that's a thing. <laughs> um, to this last flag, uh, Ukraine called. They want it back. <laughs> the um, six-pointed star. You just, like, spilled something on the Ukraine flag. <laughs> it's, um, it's brighter. It's got brighter colors. I'll give it that. It's the first flag that we've seen to use orange. Or orange and to use red, I guess. That's really what I meant to say. It was the first flag we've seen to use red. And that's interesting because Lincoln's identity right now is... The Huskers, essentially, you could have a flag with the Nebraska logo on it, and that's the de that's really the de facto Lincoln flag that we have right now. And to see the lack of red, uh, I think is interesting for really two reasons. I think one of the things is these judges. Part of the reason they're wanting to have this flag design competition is to make the city something distinct from its institutions. To say that yes, Lincoln is not just UNL, but at the, the same time. It's such a huge part of it that if we're going to represent Salt Creek, if we're going to represent our agricultural background, even just historically speaking, you cannot mention the prominence of Lincoln without some red. And I think that's something that other cities can look at. And you, you're expecting some red in a Lincoln flag because of how prominent this university is to this town's identity currently, historically. And while this new flag has an opportunity to be something besides an N logo, I wish more of the flag designs incorporated red and this one does although perhaps not my favorite i i appreciate that i think i've figured out why this flag bothers me and it's the placement of the like 
hexagonal shape. Oh my god, it's like wait, it's, it's just, not straight. It's, it, the thing is, is it is oh. just a little too close to the center that it just feels off center. Like I almost wish it was either more to the right or it was on the center or it was moved. Like it, it's just the shape, like where it is. It's kind of like Brian is. Beach and his political leaning. Just, just a little. <laughs> You just wish I would. Well, I was about as close to the center as I could get. But yeah, yeah that's I, just true. a little. A little yeah, yeah, just a little off. I wish you I'll just work move. on that. I want to hear what um, our special guest star communist thinks about the color red in the flags. To my mind, the sort of like the the university itself actually is not a signifier to Lincoln. It's a signifier to the rest of Nebraska. For the very longest time, it wasn't called the UNL. It was called just Nebraska University, right? And it's a, the the symbolism of the Huskers is at least as prevalent in Omaha in the surrounding cities, in Nebraska proper, as it is to Lincoln, right? So I'm not necessarily too offended with trying to, like, separate Lincoln from the university, right? It, there is, like, a distinct sort of, like, double identity there almost. I, I don't know, like, it, it's not any sort of usage of red that dates back to, like, socialist movements or anything, <laughs> so, like, I, I can't... And it's not even the same red, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, Emma, would you say uh, Panhandle Nebraska's got their Husker pride going on? Oh, my gosh, yes. Husker um, flags, yeah. Yeah. I so my uh, small town Nebraska street. Mm-hmm. You turn left. You go past the fairgrounds. You turn left. Mm-hmm. There's a Trump flag, mm-hmm. Blue Lives Matter flag, mm-hmm. America's Dead flag, oh, really? Husker flag, another America's Dead flag, and then two more Husker. Where flags. are they getting the America's Dead? Flag? Well, actually, I don't really know if it's like technically America's Dead, but it's a American flag that is entirely black. This sounds interesting. Yeah. Huh. There's like two of them on my Okay. Well, I was just going to say that like my uncle has a Husker flag like on his car, on his truck, but now I'm interested in the Dead America flag. Yeah, but it's like a mix of conservative flags and then just like Husker flags. Yeah. It's it's all about the Huskers. Yeah. The, it's yeah. It's not like it, like there are definitely like universities closer to the Panhandle of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Like UNK is 2 hours from where I am at. There's um there's a college in Scotts Bluff. There is Chadron State College. There's none of that. Like, yeah. you do not see, like, a Loper's flag. My, <laughs> my uncle is in the, not the one that has the flag, his brother, is in the Football Hall of Fame at Chadron State, and he still just has all his stuff is, like, UNL gear. He's just crazy about the Huskers. So, yeah, I think that is a good point, Jason, that it's, it's a lot more about, like, Nebraska in general is what people see when they think of UNL, and I think, and I think it is interesting, and I think it is important to try and distinguish what else Lincoln has to offer. Yeah, and, and again, that's any of these flags would do that. The, the red, to me though, is almost the way of Lincoln saying, "All right, this is this is our the thing we're proud of outside of ourselves." And well, first and foremost, you need to get the buy-in from Lincoln residents. The cool part about the Lincoln flag then is that when you represent Lincoln elsewhere with your Lincoln flag, your Lincoln pride, a big part of that can be like, "Hey, I'm actually from where the University of Nebraska is." Uh, you can go out to the panhandle it's like no th- this is the lincoln flag that's what lincoln is known for wherever you go and so to not see that reflected on any of them except as part of a red star that admittedly looks more like a red flower um, i think it looks nice yeah again i <laughs> it's i think it's all right um i i'm not a huge fan of the orange with right next to the red clashes a little bit for my taste but again i i would say any of these four flags um, are much better than the current one and ones that I would be very willing to get a, a laptop sticker of or anything 
of the sort. I have a nice open space in my, my room for another flag. One of them has the Nebraska State flag, and the Nebraska State flag is ugly. But the fact that I'm able to use that much civic pride, that's I'm definitely going to be supporting whichever one of these candidates receives the nomination. I, I'd like to open up the, the, the discourse a little bit since we've kind of like moved through all the flags. And I'd just like to ask, what what is the function of a flag, right? Like, what is it? What does it do? You know, and and you seem to know a bit about this, right? And I, I'm not really read up on on this. So, what do you think the function of a flag is, Brian? I think the main function of a flag is to unite a city and its citizens, and then so that's kind of I think first and foremost, it's about what that city itself to unite the city itself. And then the secondary function of a flag, I would say, is to represent that city um, in front of an audience of other Nebraska cities or on e even a, a national or global stage, right? So, for example, the, the flag of the USA, yes, it's supposed to represent the American people, provide unity, and while maybe you could argue whether or not it's providing much unity right now, that's, that's the intent of the American flag. And then secondarily, it's to say, to other countries like this is what represents america for example at the olympics right you see that flag you know that's america you know the brazil flag and the united kingdom flag and a japan flag like those other people know that because it's just a symbol of what it represents so i think i think that's very interesting just to build on that though there's a kind of like um the 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 chicago flag for instance for instance the chicagoans are very deeply protective of that flag but they're also deeply protective of the kind of like spatial uh, occupation of Chicago, right? There's a very specific locality which counts as Chicago, right? Evanston, not Chicago. Naperville, not Chicago, right? I know Chicago friends are absolutely insufferable about this, right? <laughs> with Lincoln, with Nebraska, right? I'm not entirely sure if that sort of regional um, uh, identity exists quite. And and I'm not, I'm from Omaha, right? I barely knew anything about the rest of Nebraska. I couldn't care less, right? And that might just be like a kind of like bourgeois mentality. There's a little I have, tear right? running down me and Emma's so, cheeks. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. So that's my pain. question. <laughs> that's my question, right? So if the flag is for anybody, I don't think it would be for me, who really couldn't care less about the identity of Nebraska, right? But is Lincoln maybe not the right spot for this either? Do you think Lincolnites care about the say like collective identity of Lincoln as such? I think so. I mean, I think I've been in Lincoln for now like one two 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 and a half years or so um and i have really taken root in this city um and i have really appreciated for what it has been um the last year and a half especially i've gotten more off campus i've gotten to appreciate what it is like especially someone who comes from like a very small town um to be in a place that has public transportation to be in a place that has multiple public libraries to be in a city that really functions like a city i know i feel a sense of pride in that um, and maybe I wouldn't go as far as to get a flag to hang up in my room, <laughs> but I think that symbols like that like really do matter. And, and um, I, I can't, you know, speak for someone who's maybe lived in Lincoln their whole life, but as someone who's come here, like I've really appreciated, you know, navigating my own identity and my own like citizenship here. Yeah, I um I know I was mentioning the Panhandle. I have family out there, but I've lived in Maryland for the past seven years. So coming to Lincoln has been interesting because it's it's sort of like the it's kind of like the reverse of you, Emma. Except it's not I'm not saying Lincoln's rural or anything. It's just kind of like a scaled down version of 
the Maryland suburb of D.C. that I was in. And I find it really nice, actually, how much unity there is and how Lincoln stands for the rest of Nebraska and how everyone can be united around Huskers football. Because in, like, D.C. Um, and Maryland, I just feel like there's not a whole lot of unity. I feel like there's the, the DMV, but and there's people who live, like, around D.C. But it doesn't feel like there's – I don't have a really big sense of identity or a lot of, like, pride for living there. But – when I'm here, I like my people will like text me about the Huskers and like people know about people know what the Huskers are and what they mean to Nebraska. And I think that's kind of cool. It makes me it makes me happy. Yeah. And again, I think that comes back to this. Yeah. Lincoln's identity is the Huskers right now. But to, to get back to what you were saying about how is Lincoln like worthy of such a distinction with its, within its flag? I think the, the best way to find out is really to create a, a Lincoln symbol because there, there isn't one that we can really rally around outside of the university. And, and that's challenging for anyone that doesn't have connections to the university or maybe, you know, went to the University of Iowa and lives in Lincoln and wants to know how they can be a part of the community without they making all their neighbors football. mad. They can watch Husker football. Right. <laughs> so, so that's one of the things that I think is, is really important. And yeah, I, I don't know how united really any city in the United States is right now. And, and anytime you're going to make a change, that's going to cause initial division. But as we've seen with the Chicago flag, as we've seen with uh, Denver, and, and I, I don't know about the Washington, D.C. flag and how that's um, viewed out there. Well, I mean, that's different because it is, it's not a state. It's not in a state. So it really is its own separate district. So Certainly. But, yeah, I, I think also we're college students here. And so when you go and look at how many people have lived in Lincoln their entire lives, which – I was surprised at just how many people have lived here for so long, but that's another symbol that they can say, and yes, these, these are my roots. My roots aren't in the University of Nebraska. They are in the city of Lincoln, and the lack of that defining characteristic is precisely why it's so important to have uh, a city flag and what the purpose of that would do in Lincoln. So if it's the case that, that um, there's a kind of like desire for this symbol, right, then then why hasn't the flag contest been met with more aplomb? Why, why haven't people been more energized around it, do you think? It's do a think flag it's... contest. <laughs> That's, I mean, that, I mean, like, it, it's, they're just little flags. And honestly, I'm just going to say, like, I don't, I am sorry, Brian, but I don't think that this flag is going to be as much of a big deal as you think it is. I, think... I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I want it to be. But okay. it's, to be clear, this probably will okay. fall apart very quickly. Yeah. Um, I hate to be to bring the whole tone down, but, <laughs> but my, my excitement is for its potential, not for its reality. Okay. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of merit in the fact of just like having a symbol, whether people get super excited about it or not. There's a few people who are really passionate about it. If you look on Facebook, people have, there's like a, there's like 30 people who've got a lot of things to say about this flag. Are you sure it's not 25 Brian Burner accounts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be a fun twist. <laughs> But no, not to my knowledge. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, what's the harm? Like, what's the harm in yeah. having, you know, in a, a contest where the people that are very excited about can get excited about it? I'm sure um, college students entered the flag competition. Um, Emma <laughs> is adding my <laughs> epic failure to become one of the top four of the 190 submissions. Right. But yeah, I I did submit. But again, like I said, I'm 
I'm supporting the winner of this yeah. nomination, the, the candidate that wins the nomination in the general election against apathy, yeah. essentially. But yeah, my <laughs> point being, college students entered, I don't know, maybe, I'm assuming that like some high school students, you know, if this is something that they've lived in Lincoln their whole lives. Um, so, you know, like what is the harm in, if the, for the people that would embrace this and will get excited, you know, like might as well. Yeah, and it's the three major things that people have to say that they hate about this new flag, one of which is the paradox of their, their enraged apathy. They're like, we do not care, <laughs> you know, which is kind of funny, of course, because they're on Facebook commenting about how much they don't care, but this, oh, we don't need this. Um, the second being, oh, taxpayer dollars. Well, no taxpayer dollars are being spent, and you have a $200 million budget in this city, so if they're going to make it official flag and buy a couple new flags for the city to hang on the official city hall flagpole. What's the harm in that? And then finally, there's this feeling of, uh-oh, it's the new liberal mayor and her agenda, and some people are concerned that, oh, this is just an erasing the history. Um, I don't know anyone that's really been attached to the old flag, but you know, uh, for the few people that were, I'm, I'm sorry, I guess, is all I can say. I think it would be um, absolutely hilarious, though, if we get this reflexive revival of the old flag just yeah. out of pure spite. <laughs> yeah. We but, start but making then we stickers have a symbol, right? Yeah. So yeah. maybe that would do the trick right. Like, it, it doesn't... My whole point in this design contest is it doesn't matter what the design is that wins. What matters is how much it, the new design is used. This, in my view, is a merchandise contest more so even than a flag contest because it's about how much which of these designs you can see everywhere and be a unifying force not which is the objectively best design or subjectively best design so yeah that's the way i view it again i i don't think this is going to have much impact but something that i think is interesting right is that you sort of think like the design is sort of like uh, like a, a non-issue and i and i suppose like like uh, sure like I, I will i will grant you that but but to my mind the the sort of symbolism behind the flags right i don't necessarily think that we can just like ignore that not in the sense that mm. not in the sense that like oh yeah it's really important what the the six point star means or whatever right but it shows the the apparatus which selected this flag it shows what they value right mm. and again what i think you see they value is this sort of idea of lincoln as a sort of like tech bro paradise almost right which it seems like an interesting image to me because that doesn't quite appear to be the reality you know I, I feel like there's a dissonance there almost so yeah those, those do we know when the final flag is going to be announced reflag lincoln has been known to not be great with their own deadlines ah, um yeah. they pushed back the initial design um deadline by a week then they said they would get announce who is going to win in like one week and then that turned into two and three and eventually uh i believe it was six weeks after so i can't say when this timeline will occur but at some point well when it does we'll be here with our opinions that's a opinion section guarantee so thanks for listening everyone we'll be back next week with some undetermined topic thanks for being on jason Thank you. Yes. Thanks for being here as always, Brian. Oh, thank you.